You're listening to Radio Influence. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing this week? What's going on? Listen, man, listen, listen. I hope everybody is doing great and grand as your boy is. I hope everybody had all the fathers out there. I hope you had a great Father's Day. Hopefully you got a chance to get in some seat time. If your youngins ride and hopefully got to get in some quality family seat time, you know, that's that's always a great thing. Time spent with family is time well spent. And if you can spend time on two wheels with your family, even better. So um, I want to talk about a couple of things uh, you know, and I want to start off by I want to start off by giving a major, not just props, not just salute, not just a shout out, but a sincere thank you to my family at Pirelli. Here's what happened about two weeks ago. About two weeks ago, I come out to jump onto my bike, my Panigale, my 2014 1199 Panigale S. Shout out to Ducati. Whoop, whoop. Uh, and, and, you know, if you follow me on the gram, you follow me on social media, you know that my, my, <laughs> I name my bikes. My bikes have great names. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, they have great names. You know, if I have Black Moses has, you know, is, is a fantastic name, then my bikes, bikes of Black Moses should in kind have great names. So, my Panigale, uh, my 2014 uh, 1199 Panigale, yes, her name is Cleopatra Jones. And uh, <laughs> that's right. My Italian bike has a strong black heroine name, female heroine, just strong Italian, black, same thing, same time. Cleopatra Jones. I come out to jump on Cleopatra go for a blast and I, you know, and it's my fault because, well, not really, it's not really, because it was one of those things where I usually check my tire pressure before I get on. And in this instant, you know, I was just ready to ride. So I was geared up, I hopped on, turned the key, and I popped her in the first and I eased off, eased out the clutch and she was dragging and I said, okay, all right. So, uh, you know, I kill it right away, put the kickstand down, and I get off, and her rear tire is flat. I'm talking about dead. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, this is, like, how? Like, how? Like, I couldn't see, uh, I couldn't see a puncture or anything, but I'm talking about straight up dead, dead, flat. Flat as some people think the earth is as some people think. But <laughs> I said, okay, all right, what do I do? So the first thing I did, if you were, like, again, if you're following me on social, you would have seen that. The first thing I did, I took a picture and I posted it and I cried out for help. I said, oh, Pirelli. And just, I tagged Pirelli and my people over there. Uh, shout out to Emily. Shout out to my dude, Richard. And shout out to my brother, Nick. Um, I, uh, you know, I... Posted that and then they hit me back right away and they said, Black Moses, we got you covered. Uh, shortly thereafter, a brand new, uh, I'm sorry, a brand new 
Super Corsa arrived at my door. And you know what? Just talk about just having a great relationship with a great brand. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Hats off. Thank you. High praise to Pirelli. Thank you for looking out for the cookout, as they say. Thank you for taking care of your boy. Black Moses truly appreciates you. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I got her installed. Is I got the tire installed. You know, Cleopatra Jones got a new pair of shoes, and shortly thereafter, you know, back up on it, back up on it. Fortunately, though, fortunately, I have you know a couple of rides in my fleet, so I went ahead and uh, you know, while I was waiting for my tire to arrive for Cleopatra, I hopped on my 2016 Ducati X Diavo S, who is affectionately named Sheba. And, uh, you know, I took Sheba around for, and that's, you know, those are my two bikes that I usually, I have a few, but those are my two bikes that I go back and forth between. Um, it, it, they both offer me the experience desired at that time. If I want to cruise, uh, with the ability and power and performance to get the hell out of Dodge if I need to, yo, I'm hopping on Sheba, my ex Diavo. If I want to just, you know, just, just full on, just, oh, you know, wow, you know, that's, then I'm going to go with Cleopatra, my Panagalli. Um, but it made me think, it made me think like how many people name or give their bikes names? And I wonder, like, I've always, just imagined that in my mind as a kid growing up, you always heard about cars having names and they were always named after females. It made me wonder, do females name their bikes after guys? You know, it's just one of those things like I named my bikes are named after females. I did have, you know, I did have, and I still, of course, still have my, my 05 749 dark. And I always refer to that bike as a her, but its name is Johnny Cash. Okay, like I, the bike's name is Johnny Cash, but I consider it a female. I wonder though, do females name, do female riders name their bikes the opposite sex? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, if you do, please, please. Hit me up. I'd love to hear. I'd love to have a conversation about this. Hit me up on social. DM me. I'm going to post something. Maybe I'll do a poll. I'll do a poll on the gram and, and on Facebook. And please make sure that you go on and get your vote. Let me know, you know, not only what, you know, what you ride, but let me know who you are, where you're from, and let me know what, what, you, what you have named your bike, if it has a name at all. I'd be curious and interested about that. So holler at your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> I want to, uh, oh wait, one more quick note. When I went, when I got the, the you know, off of Cleopatra, the, t the flat tire, what I discovered was about a, maybe a two inch roofer's nail. I'm talking about dead center I must have, you know, obviously I've had to have rolled over it at some point, but I tell you, you couldn't have placed in a more perfect position. I'm talking about dead center, middle of the tread, uh, straight through, flush and flat. So, mm, guys and gals, be careful, you know, out on these streets, you know, all the debris, broken glass, uh, little rocks, nails, 
tax, anything to uh, anything that can do damage to your tires because tires are not inexpensive. Uh, also, also always make sure that you check your tire pre- tire pressure. That's very key. You know, um, we'll, it, it, on another episode, I actually want to talk to uh, my people at Pirelli and I want to talk to a couple of tire techs about the importance of proper tire pressure. You'd be surprised how many people are riding not just on the street, but on the track on with the wrong tire pressure. There's a whole different way of thinking about things. It, it, it's you. I have learned how important and the effects that tire pressure has on your performance, on how the bike handles, on how well it turns and speed. And it's a whole different thing. So with that being said, I also want to remind everybody that, as I mentioned last week, your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be at New Jersey Motorsports Park this Sunday. That's the 23rd of June, June 23rd. I'll be at the Thunderbolt course with the Riders Club at New Jersey Motorsports Park. Listen, man, if you are going to be there, I told you, hit me up. Let me know you're going to be there. I'm going to have something special for you, maybe for two or three people, two or three people, but you got to let me know beforehand. So for the first three, two to three people, right, let's make it official. For the first five people that hit me up before Sunday and tell me that they're going to be at the track day and you're going to be riding, hit me up. I will bring something special from my heart, from, you know, from the HKMESBI life in the fast lane inventory. I will hook you up with a little something, something. So, but you gotta holler at me first you dig welcome to life in the fast lane y'all let's ride my guest this week is a dear friend that truly believes that motorcycles are built for riding across states and accumulating real mileage not just sitting in your garage looking pretty She's what we call in the community a real ground pounder. She gets it in. Please welcome the life in the fast lane, Yelly Yell, a.k.a. Gangsta Boo. I want to kind of kick this off real quick with, you know, our, our history. We've known each other for a little bit, right? Yes, we have. Yes, we have. And, you know, before... You know, you know, I'm a I'm a man of uh, I'm a man of a few nicknames and uh, aliases is so it's such a derogatory word. Just different personalities. There's you know Moses Black and Black Moses and Tactical Black, and uh, you know you're Yelly Yell, but you're also Gangsta Boo. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's good, yes, my I sister? Am. It's so good to talk to you. Um, it's it's great to have you on the show, and you know you are a writer, uh, an accomplished writer, who has you know you talk about the term ground pounding. Okay, you are one of those riders, one of those sisters. You are out there. Your bike is not a paperweight. It is not sitting in the garage. Your bike may have some dirt on it because you were too busy riding it. You know what I mean? Like you you just out there, out there. How did you, you know, tell me, tell me about that. No, no. Tell me about that. So, you know, bike riding is a passion of mine. Um, If you're going to own a bike, you should ride it. Uh, (laughs) It's definitely dirty. Um, I don't clean it. 
I kind of get criticized for that all the time. But uh, you anybody get, who wants, you, get, you get criticized yeah, for any, who aren't riding their bikes. Yeah, yeah, because they're shinier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, if they want to wash it, I always keep a rag and some cleaning supplies. But ground pounding to me is just really getting out there, enjoying the open road, uh, riding at your limits, doing what makes you feel good. And, you know, the more miles I can put on my bike, the better I feel. So, yeah, can we back what it? I- can we back it up mm-hmm. a little bit and can we talk about your, you know, can you give me a brief it doesn't have to be brief, as you know, as detailed as you want to. But I want to understand more about your coming, your come uppings, in the bike life community. Um, you know, let's start with what was your first bike? Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the question that always gets me. You know, people can have the dopest bike right now, but if you ask them, "Yo, what was your first bike?" It's that. Oh man, what was your first bike? Yeah, we're talking like 30 some years ago. So uh, (laughs) it wasn't anything fancy, that's for sure. Um, I want to say it was like a Honda 600, something like that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I don't even even remember. But uh, I've been riding for a very, very long time. And then there was a gap, you know, in my life that I didn't ride. Um, I came back into the riding. Philadelphia riding community, I want to say around 2006. Okay. Okay. And um, at that time, I believe I was on the Harley Sportster, um, which I rode for a very long time. When Um, you and I met, that's what you were riding, correct? Yep. Yeah, that's what I was riding. Yeah. Yeah. 07, yeah. Uh, So I was on the Harley Sportster. So I've always been on a cruiser. so, yeah, I came into the Philadelphia bike community uh, by way of just looking for people to ride with. And I just couldn't find anybody. And my two sisters, uh, actually, one of them owns a bar in Chester. And my other sister that rides, Caddy, some of you guys know her. Yeah. She was like, there's this there's this bike club that has their meetings at the bar. You should come. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You know, so and that was uh, the first club I was ever in, Shadow Riders. Okay, Uh, I love them to death. Um, So I started going to Philly and hanging out with them and riding with them. Always got grief, though, because I wasn't on a sport bike. However, I had more miles than they did. So a little foreshadowing there, (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, just a teeny bit, just yeah. a teeny bit. That's where gangster boo comes from. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's how I, I got introduced into the Philadelphia community. Um, after that, I, I crashed the Harley, uh, slid across the bridge. You know, still did the ride, but that's neither here nor there. Wait, wait, I didn't know about after that. After that, did I know about that? Yeah, I, you might have. What I don't bridge know. was it? What bridge? <laughs> Betsy Ross. What? Yeah. Okay. Or wait, what's the one that takes? That's the one that takes you straight into Camden, right? That would be uh, the Ben Franklin takes you. For those listening to Life in the Fast Lane, not from yeah. the Philly area, there's a couple of bridges, but there's one bridge that, that that takes you directly from Philadelphia into New Jersey, and I think we're referencing the Ben Franklin Bridge. Yeah, it was the Ben Franklin. We were at this point. So I was in Shadow Riders for quite some time, left there, joined Mission Impossible. A lot of people, I think, 
know me more from that club. Um, but we were going to do the autism ride and yeah, came across the bridge, you know, one bike turned the wrong way, slid across it. I mean, I still did the ride to Atlantic city. Uh, Wait, didn't year? make it to work the next day. What year was work this? I'm going to say it was probably 2009. Okay. 2007. Yeah. Um, I wasn't severely hurt. The bike was more hurt than me. So, <laughs> mm. you know, um, yeah. So after that, I uh, it's a funny story because I was looking for another Harley Davidson because it's kind of what I grew up on, what I knew. And like someone said to me, why don't you get a Honda? And I'm like, a Honda? That's lawnmowers and, you know, little bikes. And <laughs> so needless to say, I found a Honda VTX 1300 okay. that I absolutely loved. Um, I had that bike for four years. I put 60,000 miles on it. Um, wait, pause, so, pause, pause, pause. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold <laughs> yeah. up, hold up, gangsta boo, hold up. Yeah. You put 60K miles on a bike in how many years? Four. I know people that have had bikes for 10 years and haven't put anything close, anywhere close to that. Okay, just 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 little just want people to know who we talking to. Okay, a rider for real. Okay, continue, please. Didn't mean to interrupt. Continue with your tale. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> so yeah, so that bike served me fantastic. Um, that was the beginning, I want to say, of really starting to go longer distance than what I was doing. Um, you know, I was doing the whole uh, what I consider not tremendously far, like your Baltimore's, your, uh, you know, New York's and stuff like that. But when I got the Honda VTX, that's when I really started traveling, traveling. And, uh, that's how, you know, I accumulated all those miles. I didn't really realize I had put that many miles on the bike until I traded it in for the current bike that I'm riding now, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen uh, the pictures. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> so for all y'all that don't know, you know, it's that 2018 Indian Chieftain Dark Horse. Woo! That darkness. Woohoo! It's a sexy it's thing. Amazing. It, it really is. It's an amazing bike. The ride is just absolutely Let's give a shout out to because, you know, life in the fast lane has a lot of friends over at Indian. Shout out to uh, to the fam and, and, and the crew over at Indian Motorcycles Corporate, man. Those that they that people that are sleeping on the Indians, we're going to get into that, too. But the people that are sleeping on it, y'all need to wake up and stay woke. Indian motorcycles in that class. Woo. They coming for it. They coming for it. Yeah, they really are. It's an amazing bike. Um, I just bought it last August and I got 6,000 miles on it so far. Killing it. So that's not too bad. Yeah. For, you know, I'll probably get, I'm hoping to get another four or so before I put it up this season. Okay. But, okay. um, so yeah, that's, that's my history. I'm an independent rider now. Um, was it just those I two still, clubs that you were yeah. officially a member of? Yes, just those two. Um, I still, to this day, interact with people from both of them. Um, I'm still very active in the Philadelphia bike community. I was going to um, say that you are, you know, regardless of your direct affiliation, you are a prominent figure in the motorcycle community in the Philadelphia region. Everybody know Yelly. Yeah. Everybody know Gangsta Boy. Right. Right. I definitely 
I definitely made my mark. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what the thing is, though, what I love about you, and I mean that, you know, I consider you my sis for real. I love you. One of the things that I love of the many things is that you have you talk about leaving a mark. Your impression that you left with me is that you're not for the you're not with the foolishness. You're not with the B.S., you are strictly in the riding business. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, your spirit and energy is all about what we should all be here for. Riding. Let's ride. You know, let's not, none of the foolishness, none of the nonsense, none of the drama. Where's your bike at? Let's go get it. That to me is is what more is is missing, is missing from a larger the larger global community. A lot of people are posturing and with no shots, no shots fired, no shade given. Because when life in the fast thing, we keep it positive. It's all about the love. But keeping it real, I feel that your outlook and perspective on what we should be doing as writers, as a community, I feel like that's it's lacking by a lot of people. What do you think about that? Um I will agree with that. Um, you know, people ride for different reasons. Um, there are your, you know, riders that just ride to work. And if that's all they do and that makes them happy, I'm cool with that. Um, people, then you have people like me who don't ever want to get off the bike, you know, (laughs) which is like, you know, I'm definitely great with that. Um, I would love to see. There are a lot of people, though, that are out there getting it in. You just don't see it a lot because there's still more people that, for a lack of better words, are just chilling. Mm. You know what I mean? You said that very nicely. I did. <laughs> very kind of you. Very kind. They just yeah. chilling. <laughs> They're chilling. And, you know, so I, I like the rider who has the aspiration to ride more. I'm always down to like, you know, there's girls like, you know, I want to ride more. I want to get out more. Call me like, let's do this. Like, you know, start with smaller trips and build it up to longer trips. I do really feel like you have to, you know, that's something you need to build yourself up to because it's, you know, riding far and long can be tiresome, draining on your body. You have to know, you know, what your limitations are and what your expectations are. But, um, yeah, I love the long distance, but there are people out there definitely getting it. Can I do some shout outs? Like, oh, please, uh, please. And do, you know, we, norm, <laughs> we normally resolve, we reserve that uh, toward the end of the episode. But you know what? Gangsta Boo. Give you shout outs right do do it now do it this is your episode i'm just gonna sit back and, and chill I, yeah i know i'm gonna miss people and they're gonna fuss at me but i'm gonna do my best to grab everyone so definite shout outs to the team that i rode started running long distance with first about five years ago and that's outsiders mc and they're located in Reading, pennsylvania yep. um so that's pac-man Cheeto, Clay, and Moya, and Clutch, and Drizzle, and I know I'm missing names. <laughs> um, you know, all them. They're my ride or die crew. crew. They're the ones I go to Americade with every year. Um, so I love them. Also, shout out to the speed shifters of Philly. Yeah. Tone, Diesel, all those guys. They put in miles. They get it in. Um, 
my my ride my girls of course can't yeah. forget my girls yes. the ride business that's yes, where that yeah. came from <laughs> <laughs> they're like what do y'all do we ride oh that's your business no riding is our business we yes. in the ride business i like that so uh so of course my rider die girls loca sj um loca sj joy from philly um my sister caddy um, oh my gosh, I, I should have made a list because <laughs> okay. I, I feel like I'm missing people. My girls from Fire and Ice, my girls from Ice School Lady Riders, my girls from, um, um, oh gosh, I'm like having a brain freeze here. Okay. Really thick, thick. That used to be my squad. I really would, I would love to see them come out again. Um, Sassy Lady Riders in Philly. Um, I also want to shout out to um, all the ladies that are right now. I think they're all in California right now. They did the best Springfield ride. Okay. Man, I, yeah, man, I wish I was with them. So two girls I know personally on the ride out loud and uh, Feisty from XW um, out of Delaware. So they're there now. And um so, you know, people are definitely getting it in and, and I don't know. No, no, no. That, you know what? That's that's what's because I think it's important to give love. You know what I mean? And I think it's important for other people, for people to know that, you know, as much of you might be looked at as an anomaly, but that, you know, there are other riders out there. You're part of a, I would almost say that you're, you're, the, uh, the, where you are in our culture is almost a subculture, but sub is not the right word. You're a, a sector of, you're a section of, you're a portion of the overall culture and I think more attention needs to be given to those who are out there as, as the affectionate term pounding ground ground pounding right now what is right. now how did now can, what qualifies ground now all right, let me, let me, wait, wait, hold on let me break it down let me break it down black Moses has written from I've done Daytona to New York in a, in, you know, in a run. Okay. I've done obviously Philly to, uh, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I've done LA to Monterey, California. I've done LA to Vegas. Now, do I qualify as, a, and if not, what do I need to do to qualify to get to be certified as a ground pounder? No, you definitely qualify. Say, say <laughs> word, say word. Black Moses, a.k.a. Ground Pounder yes. Black. Okay, I like, thank you. Yes. Okay, I'm certified. Yelly Yo, Gangsta yes. Boo just certified me as a ground pounder. You can't tell me nothing. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm hyped. Yeah, you are, you are, you are legit. You're good to go. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think another thing about myself, I think my name or what I do uh, is known a lot because when I was like in the club setting, I was a PRO, which is considered a public relations officer. So my, my uh, personality is already very outgoing. I always want to know what's going on. I'm always, you know, want to meet new people, especially people who love to ride. So I think with that whole encompass of the community doing that PRO thing, that's why I, you know, that's where it started for, for me as Yelly. Like that's how I got to be able to meet so many people. And there are tons of people who ride way more than I do, 
But, you know, we don't know them because, you know, they're not as loud as me or they're not, (laughs) you know, they just, they just don't know them or whatever. Um, Of course, you know, Ms. Kells, uh, well, everybody knows Kells, but, (laughs) and everybody knows OD, like they're major grandfathers. Wait, 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 shout out OD, I know you listening, bro. Yeah. Um, you know, if there happens to be a vessel of ODT sometime in the near future, holla at your boy. For those who don't know what the ODT is, <laughs> you might want to ask somebody. Carry on. <laughs> Definitely. But, um, you know, so there's there's tons of people that are ground pounding, tons of people that are riding. I never, I'm, I'm always very, um, one of the things that I've never done and I don't do is I don't, uh, downplay anybody's riding one thing that a girl uh a friend of mine that rides shout out to Portia black girls ride one thing she always says Portia good people yeah one thing she always says is that everybody started at zero miles Mm. you know what I mean so you know I like that yeah me too because you know sometimes you get this whole uh, you know, bashing of people. Oh, you trailered your bike to Myrtle Beach. Well, some people don't want to carry all that luggage, and you know, they it's their bike's vacation. So it's why a can't lot the bike- involved. It's a lot involved. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know, people are really quick to like, oh, they're not doing this, they're not doing that. I've never been like that I, because I feel like people should ride in their own zone. And two, uh, it's your bike. You ride it the way you want to ride it. However. You can't come at me and be like, yo, Yelly, I'm trying to get down with you. And you only been to Baltimore or something. You know what I mean? Right. I do that for lunch. So, right. You know, right. Like, I'll be right back. I'm going to run down to the, to the harbor real quick. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I believe that, you know, uh, I, I try to, like, keep that so you know, the new from the newest riders to the most experienced riders, any questions, concerns, issues, I'm always willing to lend a helping hand. Even with like community stuff, I'm not in I don't have my hands in what's going on in the community as much as I did. But I still know stuff, sure. you know, no, you have um, knowledge. You have, I don't I hit you. Sometimes when I want to know some stuff, people think that, oh, Black Moses just knows. No, I have connections. I consider you one of my plugs. If I need to know something about right. what's going on, I hit you up yelling. Did you hear about this? What do you, you tell exactly. me what you right, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so I'm just, you know, I'm just here. Well what ready is, to ride. <laughs> now what is what is the longest what's your furthest destination? Where where, where have you been that as far as miles are concerned, what's the farthest, furthest you've ridden? All right. So a couple years ago, me and uh, my girl Loca were trying to get to California by way of New Mexico. That's where we were actually going. But we thought we could, you know, had a couple extra days and we could loop through California. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't turn out that way. Didn't turn out that way because, you know, we hit some bad weather. Okay. But so I'm going to say the furthest on twos would be New Mexico. That's yeah. New Mexico. And that's, I mean, that's, by, yeah, that's far. And, and mind you, we came the long way through Kansas, Colorado. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, you went yeah. kind of straight through the middle and then dropped down as opposed to dropping down South and then cutting over. 
Yeah, because like I said, we were going to try, we were trying to sneak into California first. So we were like, well, if we go this way, we can hit Utah, Vegas, Cali, and then come out of California into New Mexico. So, you know, didn't work that way, but we did get to Denver, Colorado, and then we just came down through the Colorado Springs straight into New Mexico. So that would probably be the furthest. Any idea about, do you know how many miles that was? Ballpark? I want to, uh, maybe like 1,600 each way, something man. like that. 18, That's crazy. <laughs> I would, you know, I would love to, if one day soon, I, I hope to just, you know, get with me. I, it's hard for me to be off the grid that long because of all the things that I'm involved with. So that's another reason why I applaud you making the taking the time and whatever sacrifices you have to, you know, make to do these long rides. I mean, it's just got to be good for your soul just to be out there on the bike, just you, the elements earth you know and just the road and just it's got to be very it's got to be a great way to re-harmonize your soul with the universe you know what i mean yeah for for me it's just like it's very freeing like i just it's very freeing when i'm on my bike i'm just like i feel like at the most peace like it's it's amazing it's definitely amazing now, now, listen, I don't want to take up too much of your time today, you know, but I, I want to ask you one more thing. And then, you know, we move into the Super Pole portion of the interview that kind of wraps everything up. But before we move into the Super Pole, you know, you, you talked briefly, you touched on the community, uh, the motorcycle community. I wanted to ask you what currently the present day state of the community, even though you're not directly involved, you are, I would say, forever a part of of because of your you know the mark that you've made if you could compare the time that you were in the community to what's going on now in the community what would you what are your thoughts on then versus now oh my gosh i know i know that's what i do that's what i do okay barbara that's what i do barbara walters don't i ask the dope questions okay if this was easy everybody would be doing it you dig all right all right, I'm gonna keep it 100. Please? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go from Yelly to Gangster Boo right Any now. Your business. <laughs> the community today is nothing Woo! like the community of years past. Woo! Uh, nothing like it. Nothing. Nothing okay. like it. Um, okay. We had good times. We had brotherhood, sisterhood. We had just togetherness and and. It was it's was amazing. I don't see that now. Unfortunately, I just see colors mm. that are so bright that looks like they never had dirt on them. Um, I'm sorry, that just came out. Um, <laughs> it's, okay. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem, in my opinion, genuine anymore. Um, it was always genuine. Uh, you know, oh six, oh seven, geez, all the way up to fourteen. Like it was, it was genuine. It was. We couldn't wait to see each other. We couldn't wait to, you know, like a summer season when you were off all winter. It was like you hadn't seen anybody in years. You couldn't wait to get back on the bikes and ride and and do stuff together. And I don't see that now. Again, I'm not in a club, so I'm, I'm not sure, you know, what goes on, right. but I, I definitely don't see it. Um, but with that said, I'm going to throw this in there. Please. Um, 
one of my most favorite clubs um, that's been around, I believe it's gone on 18 years. They're having an annual community cookout. They do it every year. I'm really hoping that all of the old school friends will come out to this because this is one of those events where like when you don't see anybody and then all of a sudden everybody comes here like, mm. oh my God. Like oh a great God. family reunion. Yeah, it's like a great, yeah. So Speed Shifters are having their annual community uh, cookout. Uh, one, it's free. Let's say that because then people be like, oh, I'm going. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's September 7th. September and 7th. Speed Shifters. Yeah, okay. Uh, 2 to 8 p.m. And it's um, it's on Whit- Whitby Avenue and Cobbs Creek Park. So it's right there, dead smack in the center of Philly. Can you do me um, a favor? Can you give me that one more time? I want to make sure that the listeners list or that are, the listeners understand where it's Speed Shifters. It's September yep. the seventh, from two to eight p.m. And it's at it's it's located. It's in the middle of the park. So it's. The address would be Whitby Avenue, which is W-H-I-T-B-Y, Whitby Avenue and Cobbs Creek Parkway. And that's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So anybody that's listening in the region or if you're if you're not from Philly, but you're going to be in Philly in early September and you want to make this part of your trip, if you're a rider, please. Yelly Yell just said it's a free event. It's the Speed Shifters. And I know the Speed Shifters, they are a great, great MC. They are about that brotherhood. They are about that camaraderie. They are about the community. Yeah. So um, I, you know, I, Black, my, Black Moses might roll up. You never know. I might roll. I might pull up. Can I get a link? Can I get a burger? Can yeah. I, you know what I mean? I might be, I might pull up. You know, you never know. September the 7th, all right? I love and it. anybody that's ever come, you know they got mad food, <laughs> mad fun. So it's definitely if you're going to be like you said in Philly, definitely step by, stop by. That's so, what yeah. I love. Listen, listen, yelling. It's that time. It's that time in the life in the fast lane podcast where we we get into the super pole. Now you've listened to the podcast before, correct? Yes. So you know what, what we're about to get into, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. All right. Question number one. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, my God. Right? Tupac. Okay. Okay. You know what? I I, <laughs> I knew you. I felt that you were going to say Pac. I, you, there's your personality and, you know, your vibe. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Any particular reason that you want to share? Uh, you know, all I needed is life of sin. Me, <laughs> me and my girlfriend. <laughs> Which would be the point, two. <laughs> Put you some shells. Right. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. All right. Moving on. Okay. I'm going to get you with this one. I'm going to get you. Harley Davidson or Indian? Indian. Okay. You should have known that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought <laughs> I thought that there might have been like something, you know, that would have uh, something pulling at your heartstrings from the from your HD life. But you know what? Under knowing how much you are in love with Indian and 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 your bike now that dark horse. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> if you could take a ride with anybody. Alive, no longer with us, 
fictional, non-fictional, biblical, mythological, whatever, whoever, who would you ride with? Where would you ride? Most importantly, what would you ride? Damn. Uh, right? Ooh, that's a rough one. It's what I do. It's what I do. So, so okay. So since I could pick anybody, yes. you know, my na- my nephew uh, passed away like five years ago. So I would have to pick him. Okay. What was his name? And I, David. David. His name was David. Okay. David Tyler. Uh, Caddy's son, Dadek. So I would pick him. I would take a slingshot five speed. Okay. And we would go to Arizona. Woo! I hear you clapping your hands too. You you said Arizona. (laughs) Okay. Arizona. Okay. And you just ride out with Day Day. With Day Day in the slingshot, two seater, five speed, six speed, we out. Love it. Yep. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Oh, gangsta boo. Gangsta boo. Yes. Listen, I I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for everything that you are doing, that you have done, and that you're going to do. And you know what? I have to give you a a double, triple, quadruple uh, Black Moses approved. uh, You, since day one, since since I, I stepped into the industry and, you know, started my business endeavors. You've been there from my events, from when I had the shop. And whenever I see you, it's just straight love. You come through to my rides. You are one of those. I gave you a shout out a couple of episodes ago when I was giving thanks and praise to all the ladies that ride. But it's great to voice to voice be able to say Thank you, and I appreciate you, and I love you, and don't you ever change. Not that you ever would for anybody, but you are the best you that there could ever be. I dig you. Love you, boo. Love you, gangster boo. I love you, too, and, and I'd like to say thank you for giving me this opportunity. Hopefully, I did well. You did fantastic. Uh, you, know. you know how you did. You did great. <laughs> is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to? Is there anybody that you want to say thanks to? And also, I want to make sure before we wrap up that how can we follow you on the social media platforms? You know, give out your social media accounts so we can uh, follow you the next time you head out to pound some ground. Yeah, um, so I'm not really big on uh, social media. I do have them. I don't post a lot, but when I am on the road, I do post. So um, you can uh, Facebook me. It's Danielle Yelly Brown. Um, I- I'm trying to get better with the gram, too. Um, that's Yelly Yells, Y-E-L-L-I-E-Y-E-L-Z. Um, those are the two best ways I'm more of a just say, call me and say, hey, or, you know, text me or whatever. But yeah, so I do. I am on the book. I don't put again, I don't post a lot, but I am on there. Like, I guess I'm considered a stalker. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But uh, so I'm there. You can always message me some kind of way. But yeah, I just really say thank you for giving me the opportunity again. Hopefully it did good, you know. Hopefully I didn't offend anybody intentionally. <laughs> anybody that I missed that I didn't shout out, blame it on my head, not my heart. Um, and you know, see you on the grid. You know, see you on the concrete. Yo, <laughs> Danielle, yell, yeah. yell, yeah, aka Gangsta Boo. It's been a privilege and a pleasure. I appreciate you. I love you. 
All right. Thanks, Alan. I'll talk to you soon. That's our show for this week. I want to say thank you to Gangsta Boo, Yelly Yell, for calling in and being part of this week's show. I really appreciate you. Make sure y'all check her out. That's the homie for real. Much love. Much love. Please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at L-I-T-F-L Official, and on Facebook, you can find us at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please make sure that you hit that like, that share, that subscribe button. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all-new episode of Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone. This is a Jim Fannin Show Quick Fix on Radio Influence. You know, if you're a parent, you got to listen to your gut. Intuition is real-time information that conscious minds don't possess. We have the capability. If we can stay out of the past, especially if it's negative, stay out of the future, except for drafting a blueprint or planning strategy and tactics, if we can be more in the moment, those intuitive feelings... Well, they'll come to the surface, and they whisper typically only once, but you got to act on it. So if you got kids and definitely teenagers, and you got a gut feeling about your kid, act on it. Don't dismiss it. Don't put your head in the sand like an ostrich. But if you're a teenager, you need to know mom. She's not very far away. And dads can do the same, but boy, moms are uncanny. And if you're being mischievous and you're a teenager and you notice a small bird in a tree, you better be careful what you say and do. It could easily fly your secrets straight to mom. She's all-knowing, but you know that already. The Jim Fannin Show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.